Welcome back. Welcome back. We are back for our part two of segment three. We are with the amazing pastors, Michael and Jamie Weatherby of the Hope City Church and uh, the Philadelphia location. And man, we have been so blessed in part one of segment three. Um, we couldn't stop. We couldn't stop there. I wasn't going to leave y'all hanging because we want you to live with purpose, on purpose, because of purpose. And so we wanted to come back and just um, bring you the rest of segment three. Um, there is a sound. Are you the sound or noise? And when we left off with segment, the first part of our segment, um, one of the things that Pastor Jamie was talking to us about was the sound, right? Because at the end of the day, we don't want to be the noise. And, and it ain't too late. If you've been the noise, you know, there is. this is the right now time that you can change that noise into a sound, right? Because, you know, at the end of the day, it's about the power of influence, and we don't want to influence noise, right? We want to be that sound that is effective in the earth to all mankind. And so Pastor Jamie was talking and she was sharing about how the sound that we should be mirroring, that we should be, right, hearing and becoming is the sound that echoes, right? Echoes God. We're going to pick right up and, and just jump right in and continue on that thought. Pastor Jamie and Pastor Michael Weatherby. Well, baby, that's your thought. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was just profound to me that, um, and I, again, it was Pastor Mike, he was teaching about it, and he was just telling our position and basically our identity as the church, the body of Christ, and that, um, as we were just talking about before we um, yes. left off, was we've been just making noise because we've been doing what we want, not getting mm -hmm. the instructions and doing what God wants. And as y'all was talking, even during the break, that about who I, who we are and our yeah. identity and how yes. we operate and that we are the purpose yes. and that basically how we are to uh, act and how we are to, to go about. And yes. as a body of Christ, we are to echo. Yes. The ecclesia is to echo what God is saying. So we're supposed to release it out into the earth. And therefore, the earth must conform, as yes. you said, to who he is. Because yes. we are echoing the word. And when the word speaks, the true and living mm -hmm. God, all creation must respond. Must Whether respond. it's say or not, they yeah. respond in the yeah. way. So therefore... Um, that's basically the thought mm -hmm. that I had that uh, we we were learning about. Yeah, we gotta um, gotta understand that the, at this point, the church needs to only say what the, mm -hmm. what the Father is saying. Period. It's mm -hmm. it's no other way around it. Uh, as Jesus said, John fourteen ten, the words the words that I speak are not my own. Now this is Jesus talking. Yeah. Right. This is Jesus talking. The words that I speak are not my own. Yet we find a lot of people having their own words. Mm. And the moment you preach your opinion mm -hmm. is the moment you're making a noise. Mm -hmm. The only way sound can be accurate uh, and properly translated is if 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 what what goes in actually is properly translated so it could come out the speakers right. I used to be a producer. So what I'm playing better produce the right sound. Mm -hmm. Otherwise it gets cut off. Mm -hmm. And then I gotta re-record it. Right? So a lot of times we are we're making a lot of noise because we don't know exactly what to say. And that's because of uh like I said this morning, a lot of people are operating greatest the enemy's greatest uh what's the best way I can say it? The way the enemy operates his tactics, his, yeah. tactics, his yeah. greatest tactic is his biggest 
thing of him getting us. Sin is not our biggest issue. That's right. It's not. Sin is not our biggest biggest issue. What our biggest issue is, is ignorance. Darkness. The ignorance and darkness. The same word for Greek word for uh, ignorance is darkness and and, and and it's the other way around. The same word for darkness is ignorance. Our biggest issue is ignorance. Hosea 4, 6 says we are destroyed for a lack of knowledge because we don't know. Listen to the language. It says we are destroyed. And then God goes on to uh, further in that particular uh, text in Hosea 4 and said because you've rejected knowledge, right, because you want to stay ignorant, he literally says now I'm going to reject you from representing me. Right? I'm going to reject you as my priest. We text me and give a chance. Hosea 4, 6. And then the New Testament um, goes on to bear that out. He says, the God of this world, uh, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, uh, he says, the God of this world yeah. has blinded the minds of the unbeliever. So in other words, the enemy keeps you in darkness or ignorance. Yeah. Right? And so what, what, what tends to happen is, like I said, a lot of times when you don't know, you, the devil don't mind you experimenting, even when it comes to church. Mm -hmm. His problem is with those that know exactly what they're supposed to do yeah. and when they're supposed to do it because they know it flows out of who they are. Everything Jesus did in this earth was so accurate because it flows out of him being the son of God. Yes. And we are supposed to mirror that. We are, the Bible says, um, um, as many as received them, to them gave them the power to become the sons of God. So if we don't operate out of us being sons of God, then we'll operate out of, well, man, my apostleship title is important. My bad, my, my pastor title is important. My evangelist title is important. My uh, teacher, whatever title you got, we think we think that's that's the end all be all. But the reality is God ain't, God is calling really for us to be his sons. Yeah. And sons echo what the father say, period. And so what happens is uh, uh, we translate that because we don't understand really what God is calling of us. We translate that into us doing a bunch of good activities, but it's never the right thing to do. Mm. And that's that's where we are. So like you said, where we are, uh, particularly in this pandemic, I want to thank God for it. I've said it across the pulpit. I'm on record to say that I'm actually grateful for this pandemic um, period because it really has exposed. Yes. The heart, really, particularly in America, the heart of the church in America, yes. uh, and, re and really what needs to happen. Because now you have a lot of people asking questions of, is this really the church that God called for? And I will go on record to say, no, that this is not. But what I will say is, it, this is a good thing, because now that you see that it's been exposed, now you're going to line this up with, okay, God, if this ain't the purpose for the church, What's the right purpose for the church? That's his love. That's his love. I believe that this is a time um, like none other. People looking at it as punishment and everything else, but I believe this is an extension of God's love to say, Absolutely. look, I want you to win and I want you to get it right yes. so I can reign with him. Because mm -hmm. if we don't get it right, he's looking, yeah, he's looking for a church without spot or wrinkle. Mm -hmm. And if we wrinkly and spotty, we ain't going <laughs> to make it in. So I thank God that he's taking out time to even call something to say correction and bring about correction mm -hmm. to say, look, get in line. I need you to do this. And for those like you just spoke of earlier, for those who are not the sheep that's not in his fold, that we might uh, be attentive and go get them and mm -hmm. be a witness to draw them in. Yeah. I believe this is definitely an extension of his love. Yeah. Okay. Again, something just so key. You said go get them. 
Go right. into all the world. That means, I mean, this, this might surprise some of y'all, but go get them means. Get up. Move. Get to going. And go get. Right? That means it's not going to happen mm -hmm. sitting here. Mm -hmm. Right? And just saying the same thing to the same people yielding the same results. Mm -hmm. Right? It's that Can I push that thought? Can we push that Yes. Thought? The reality is this. And again, I know what I just said. And I don't apologize for what I said. But I do respect the five-fold ministry gift. But here's the, here's the thing. The purpose of the fivefold ministry give, as we read in um, Ephesians, yes, it is watch this mm -hmm. to equip the saints, yes, to do the work of the ministry. That's right. The work of the ministry ain't done in the building. That's right. Well, but here's the problem. Yeah. The the flip side of it is, right? How can I teach the saints to do the work of the ministry? As a an apostle, pastor, teacher, yes. evangelist, prophet, mm -hmm. and and I don't understand. I don't even understand yeah. the message or the or the ministry that Jesus had. You gotta understand the context of it. The context is if I, I the fivefold ministry gift aligns up with Jesus' mission of going into yes. all the world. Yes. So that that means the prophet, the yes. apostle, the pastor, the teacher, yes. and the uh, the evangelist must have a message of the kingdom. Yes. I can't equip you to do kingdom work if I don't even know what the kingdom yes, is myself. Yes. I it's a difference between knowing terminology and actually knowing exactly what something Come is. Come on here. Just because I know the terminology of it don't mean I actually know it. Because yeah. if I actually knew it, I would actually yeah. do it. That's right. Oh man, that's good. <laughs> uh, if I if that's I actually right. knew it, I would actually do it. And so what God is doing is, and I preach this as well, God is literally resetting. And recalibrating the church mm. back to its original tent and purpose. The kingdom, I promise you, and y'all, for some of you um, that follow me, y'all know I've been saying this for a long time. And if you get mad, please go back and read your Bible before you come to me. But the reality is, the kingdom did not show up when Jesus showed up in the gospel. Hey. The reality is, the kingdom was in the garden. And the reality is, when, when it's all said and done in the book of Revelation, the kingdom won't be there too. Mm -hmm. So that tells me that the kingdom is the driving force behind the scripture. Yeah. And if you don't understand that, you're going you're gonna to substitute yeah. that with religion. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. You mm. know, there was a point when the pandemic first started, right? Mm -hmm. And I was annoyed. Yep, I was annoyed to the epitome of the utmost Annoyness. Mm -hmm. Yes, I made that word up. Mm -hmm. And the reason I was annoyed was because I kept hearing all of these theories, mm -hmm. right, from people who prior to the pandemic, you know, what were, were these word filled and you know, you know, Bible filled and you know, was speaking a certain language, and I couldn't understand. How, first of all, this pandemic ain't the first most horrible thing that we have had to deal with. Tell me about the plagues. Okay. <laughs> it's in there. Like, this is not the first horrible thing. Mm -hmm. But it was amazing to me how, I'm going to say, you know, the saved of the utmost saved was just speaking this down-in-the-mouth language. Mm. And, and it was all theory. And I, and I don't post a lot on Facebook. But I had posted... Uh, on Facebook how I was on my way uh, to pick up something and the Lord let me see a fox. Mm. 
right? Some of you all might remember this. Let me see a fox. And when I saw the fox, the fox was literally walking around in a circle, mm. right? It's on, I, stopped, I stopped in the middle of an intersection to record it, mm. right? This, the fox was walking around in a circle like it was confused. And the Holy Spirit was dealing with me. I told y'all, I, I, I am an evangelist, so that's my verbiage. That's my language. I can't call him something. The Holy Spirit said, started talking to me mm -hmm. about the fear and the anxiety of the believer, right? Mm -hmm. Because I was so annoyed that I, I was saying, now, why am I so annoyed? Why am I so irritated? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And while he is talking to me about remembering, mm -hmm. remembering who we are, mm -hmm. remembering the power that we have, mm -hmm. right? The authority that we have. And he started talking to me about authority. And as he is talking to me, and I am literally sitting on a track in the middle of this intersection, mm -hmm. the fox started walking over towards my truck, mm -hmm. looked at me, and when the Holy Spirit said, you need to remember the authority mm -hmm. that I gave you. Mm -hmm. And I looked at that fox, and the fox sat down on his hind legs like a dog. Mm -hmm. And I posted that on Facebook because at the end of the day, we have to remember that the Holy Spirit does not operate in theory. Mm -mm. He don't operate on wondering or suspicion. Mm -hmm. Discernment is not suspicious. Mm -hmm. Right? It's accurate. Mm -hmm. Right? The Holy Spirit doesn't operate on could be, might. No, it, he don't. He don't function like yeah, that. Yeah. And so if we really have the authority mm -hmm. that we say we have, mm -hmm. then accountability to get into position shouldn't be such a problem. Well, here's the thing. Not to cut you off, but no. that, I need to push this. Yes. You can't understand authority outside of the kingdom context. Right. That is so true. Right? Yeah. Because every king has authority. Yes. What does authority look like? Right. In a kingdom context. A kingdom context of authority is what I say is what it's going to be. Yes. Right? When a king talks, it becomes law. Yeah. Even the book of Job um, says it like this. He, uh, 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 Job 22, he says, and thou shalt decree a thing, and it shall be established. The scripture says, the scripture says it like this, we are kings and priests, yeah. right? Yes. If we are kings and priests, right, wouldn't that imply that we have authority and when we say something, it has to come to pass? Yes. Right? Yeah. And then the scripture also, the scripture also says, right, because we have this authority, you got to remember this one thing. You cannot have authority, in, uh, particularly in God's kingdom, um, um, outside of him. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you are ruled and you are breaking the laws of the kingdom, mm -hmm. right? So we are operating literally in a delegated authority. Mm -hmm. This is why it's important what Jesus said. Jesus literally showed us how to exercise our authority because Jesus didn't exercise authority outside of his prayer life yeah, and talking right. to the Father. Right. So when he talked to the Father, the Father showed him exactly what to say. So that's right. he then operated out of his yes. delegated authority. This ain't rogue authority. That's this right. is delegated authority, right. which goes back to Genesis. When Genesis says, "Let uh, when God said, let us make man in our image and our likeness, let them 
have dominion over the earth. So in order for God, to, when God said, let them, and you, we talked about this, that God don't lie. Yeah. So if, when God said, let them have dominion over the earth, that literally means God says, I ain't going, I ain't doing nothing in the earth unless I got the participation of a man. Mm -hmm. Let them. That means I got the, I, I, I need man participation. So that means in order for man to operate in the earth, God has to give them the delegated authority to the decree and a, a declare a thing. Anything outside of that, God ain't going to back up. Mm -hmm. So for God to move in the earth, he needs us. He yes. needs our participation. He needs yes. for us to pray, yes. silence ourselves, yes. Yes. And, and, and hear the sound from yes. heaven so we can echo yes. what's in heaven and the earth. Amen. When Jesus gave the model to pray, and I'm going to close with that because because I, I can go. When, when Jesus gave the model for prayer, something that we missed because we quote it as some, some cute baby prayer, but we miss the power in this. Jesus says this, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's all kingdom. And I can't break that down. But then but the, he said, our Father who is in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Then he says, thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth, just like it is in heaven. So if you don't pray, heaven can't come to earth. So in other words, I can't exercise my authority until I connect with my home country of heaven. Mm -hmm. So the reality is the church really echoes uh, what heaven is decreeing, right? Mm -hmm. um, Jesus said, I will give you keys of the kingdom. Matthew 16, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatsoever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you lose yes. on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The problem is a lot of folks spend a lot of time in their prayer time Praying to God to do what He gave you the authority to do, yeah. and you know, and I, I was going to um, add to that when you, when everything you just said is when what you were saying was that the church and have no faith. Church and have no because, like you said earlier, and it's a heart thing. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe it, even when you're saying that what you did at the time God told you to do it, and you did it, yes. you believed it. He sat down. He backed you up because basically, I think. How we was taught faith, yes. and how we tried to figure out faith. One another yeah, thing yeah, that we yeah. must wow. love was, oh, I believe wishful thinking instead of yeah. faith is that I hear what God is saying yeah. and I do. Yeah, period. Simple. I I I never That's how you exercise the authority. That that is it. That's how you I believe what He told me to do. I did. That's what we saw Jesus doing, operating in faith. And that's why you never see Jesus experimenting because He heard what God told Him to do. And he did it. And he heard a, he heard, Jesus heard sound. The yeah, reality the is that simplified his life. Yes. And it simplified. Sound life. simplifies life. And and I'm, I know some of y'all was looking like, what, is she about to have a seizure or something? Mm -hmm. I thought I was for a second. Mm -hmm. Because you said something that I've been sharing with, um, with my assistant. I have been sharing for, for a little bit now. And that is one of the things Corona has exposed. Mm -hmm. Right, is who have been pretending mm -hmm. to have authority, mm -hmm. right? And I'm talking about delegated authority, right? Because mm -hmm. um, uh, authority, we like to confuse authority for um, meaning control, dictatorship, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. and, and, it, it, and it don't. It, that's not what authority is, right? Because mm -hmm. um, first of all, in order for you to even get the authority, it requires a position of submission, submission. right? Not place submission, not. Not possum submission. I'm laying down, but my eyes open, yeah. right? No, no, no. And so one of the things that I've been saying 
uh, Pastor, and, and people are upset with me, but I notice it's a particular type of person that's upset with me, and that is this. Stop blaming God for being in control when he had yielded the control to. We, you call it control. We call it dominion, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Stop blaming God for what we have not been able to do mm-hmm. because God mm-hmm. gave us dominion over the earth. Over the earth. Mm-hmm. Right? So he's not, not doing it because he can't. Mm-hmm. He's not doing it because, like you said, he ain't backpedaling mm-hmm. off of what That's he already what he spoke, right? But, the, but I'm yes. finding that the thing is, maybe, 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 maybe is it possible that we, we, you know, are not seeing the results of our so-called authority mm-hmm. because we don't have it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or there's a lack of... Or the, yeah. uh, uh, there's a lack of teaching on it, and, and when I say we don't have it, because you don't know, you don't know how to. You don't know our, how to exactly, operate. Exactly. Like exactly. you're, you're under, yeah. you said so you something pretend, earlier. Like, your understanding of authority uh-huh. is not even clear. Yeah, right. You, yeah. you, you are trying to operate in in a, a God given authority mm-hmm. that's that God did not give you. Mm-hmm. Right. So you're trying to yield out your lane. Outside of your lane, right? So it goes back to what we were discussing in the first uh, part of segment three Mm -hmm. when uh, when Pastor Jamie was saying how she shared an experience and, you know, her heart was right and she willingly took the onus and said, I I need to back up. Mm -hmm. And I think some of us, you know, I have been praying for a willing spirit Mm -hmm. for the body of Christ because there is a backing up. That we need to do collectively as the body of Christ, you know, um, and and get some things realigned Mm -hmm. so that we can be a true representative of the church, the kingdom Mm -hmm. that God intended for us to represent in the church, Mm -hmm. you know, and that means we're going to have to get rid of the trust issues. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to get rid of the identity crisis. Mm -hmm. We're going to have to get rid of the, the, um, that wannabe spirit, mm-hmm. you know, that wannabe, so therefore I am. That ain't in the Bible mm-hmm. at all. That's not God, like, that's not even kingdom mentality. You know, the, when you understand it's kingdom, wicked one. you, okay, you understand? But because so, it's narcissistic. It's, 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 I had to, come on and I'm here. great, and you, and that was all Satan in the beginning. He I, was, I, 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 I'm I, great, I'm better, and he was putting himself in a position of authority, yeah. and he wasn't operating in the authority that God gave he, him. He was above his pay grade. Yeah, and he <laughs> wanted that authority, so he started, and, is a, and, and that spirit has also creeped in, well, not creeped in, is there, alive, yeah. and we're doing it in Jesus' name, and God says, I'm not with that. I'm not with that, and he will not change his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I was sharing with the pastor how someone had called me and was uh, sharing something with me and it was lining up with something that the Lord had me in prayer and that was praying against um, this this spirit of hopelessness mm-hmm. um, in the believer, right? Mm-hmm. And so then it became, okay, God, you know, where does where's this coming from? Because mm-hmm. I'm not talking about the, the wishy-washy sometime and sometime out believer. I'm talking about the believer who presents to be sold out, committed, mm-hmm. right? But then still, at the end of the day, if they tell the truth, they, they leave the presence of I'm all right because I'm in the presence of, but then when they get by themselves, you know, there's, there's this overwhelming feeling of unfulfillment, mm-hmm. right? 
And the Lord showed me how it's hopelessness, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's resentment. Mm -hmm. Why? Why? How could somebody be that? But this, and he said, because at the end of the day, if I didn't say it, yeah. I will not do it. I will back up what I said. I will not I do I will not back up what I didn't say. And so we have this whole body of people mm -hmm. who are now frustrated with the church mm -hmm. because they've been told a whole lot of things. Mm -hmm. Not yeah, even not even with ill will sometimes, but out of good intentions, right? Mm. But the truth is, you're living your life waiting for something to happen that's not going to happen. Never. And it's simple. It's not going to happen because God ain't saying it. Yes. You understand know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I'm you can, and, and, and then sometimes yes. it, it forces us to feel like we got to prove God. We got to somehow make God remember mm -hmm. something that he never actually said. Right? It don't work like that. And he believe in seeing his faith and he never said it. Right. And, and, right. and so you're like, right. I still believe in God, but it's, I mean, he never yeah. said it. He never said it. And, and that's something, pastors, that I'm, you know, it's, it's not an easy, it's not an easy thing to have to say to somebody. I know you've been believing this for 20 and 30 years. I know you've been waiting on this for 10 years. Stop. <laughs> you know, that's, that, that's not an easy message to deliver. And it's, and it's even harder to be the person who's been believing it and have to say, oh, yeah. Wow, I gotta, I gotta retrain my whole mm -hmm. thinking now because that's that's, that's, that's right? basically what it is—a renewing of the mind, yeah. retraining your thinking. Yeah. I think the the key in all of this is, uh, which I believe this Corona period has been all about, and I've been saying this since March, is really repentance happening. Mm. Yeah. Repentance yes. means repentance. Repentance, um, despite popular opinion, does not mean to tell God you're sorry. Repentance is actually the Greek word metanoia, which means yeah. um, your change is a change of thinking. Yeah. Right? As I told you, the, the God of this world, 2 Corinthians 4, 4, the God of this world has blinded the minds yes. of those that don't believe. So what must happen? There must be a repentance so that your mind isn't blinded no more. When your mind is blinded, you can't even think straight. Yeah. And so what God is trying to do is literally change your mind for his. Yes. He's literally trying to give you his way of thinking. Yes. Uh, you have got to have the mind of Christ. And in order for you to have the when you have the mind of Christ, then you can do what Christ, Christly things. And so um, it's literally a, a, a shift in thinking pertaining to having church and being the church. You know, a shameless plug, get my book, Born to Dominate. It's on Amazon. I promise you it's going to bless you because the, the book actually talks about what we're talking about, uh, what we're talking about right now. Because, again, there has to be a shift in the thinking on the matter because a lot of people have been preached messages to cope, to keep them in this low yes. state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Because again, they don't understand what he's supposed to do, yes. right? And so, and and then again, a lot of preachers want want to keep you dependent on them. Yes, yeah. that ain't my mentality. Yeah. One thing, my uh, I will say, I'll give my dad credit for this. Uh, uh, he passed away over ten years ago, and I, I, I the older I've, I've gotten, I actually see the truth in the statement. My father was a preacher, was a preacher, and he he would he would say, "My job is to preach preach myself out of a job." As my dad would say, he's like, my job is to preach myself out of job. So I, my my goal is literally when I give the word, it's literally get get you so to the point where you know who you are, and then you stop uh, you start operating from who you are. That way you can get to the father yourself, and you don't need me in the middle of that. And I think a lot of times we 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 preach people to a point where they're gonna always need to come to us, <laughs> depend on us. 
um, um, to go to the Father on their behalf. But that my goal is my one of my goals, one of my challenges has always been the the the, the bottom line is if you really preach the gospel of the kingdom, it literally puts the responsibility back in the people's yes. hands. Right. That's the reality. Yes. Right. Case in point. Yes. When we see Jesus uh, deal with the prostitute, right? Yes. He said, go and sin no more. You notice we don't ever read about her sinning again? Because apparently she must have, she went to go preach. The, she became a preacher, which means he put the responsibility yeah. back in her. She didn't have to come to Jesus for another session. Yeah. Can you take, Can you deliver me out this again? No, because again, when you start recognizing, oh, I'm not a prostitute. I'm a, I'm a son of God. Sons of God, don't do this. Yeah. I got to step into that true identity. Yeah. I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not a liar. I'm, yeah. I got to step into my yeah. true identity of who God has called me to be and then flow out of that. And so when that becomes the paradigm, then you realize that the lie has been telling you, the enemy has been telling you, or even the preacher has <laughs> been telling you, uh, was really to keep you in a low state so you can stay defeated when you're supposed to operate from a place of victory, mm -hmm. period. I'm telling you uh, so much, so much, so much goodness. Just so much goodness um, in these segments. We we really want to thank pastors Michael and Jamie Weatherby. I mean, I'm encouraging you to go back. Go back and watch the first part of this segment. And then come back and watch this one. And then go back and watch that one. And then come back and, and just let it invoke you and provoke you to a new way of thinking. And it doesn't mean that the whole way we've been thinking is wrong. It just means that there's another thought, mm -hmm. right? There's another way that we, because we gotta do, we gotta do it. We gotta do it. We cannot stay in this place. So again, we want to thank pastors Michael and Jamie Weatherby. Uh, they you. share the information where their church is located. In our first segment, we're gonna have them Share that information again where you can join them, get a good, good, good word that is ever-changing your life. Um, and so they'll share information about where you can find them for church. We are in Germantown section of Philadelphia. We are the campus pastors of Hope City, Philly. And you can find us at 6340 Baton Street. And also, for also Philly... Christian Church. Christian Church. I'm sorry, Philadelphia. Um, we are on Facebook Live um, every Sunday morning at 9.30 and 11.15. And then also on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Awesome. Awesome. And also, if you get an opportunity, yes. go to Amazon and get the book, Born to do. Dominate. I promise you that's going yes. to bless you. It's going to put some new thoughts into you that, that she was talking yes. about. It's going to challenge you to think about who God has really called you to be. Yes. You are bigger than where you are right now. Yes. Do yourself a favor and go to Amazon. You, we go to Amazon for a whole lot of other stuff. Go to Amazon and bless your life. Mm -hmm. And again, I am Teresa Lyons-Smith, uh, the director and founder of Lower Light on a Hill and Lower Live. I want to always thank you for joining us and spending some time with us. Uh, be sure to come back and enjoy the segments that have uh, gone before us and those that are yet to come. We got some good, good stuff Coming to you guys, um, Lower is uh, email address is one light on a hill at gmail.com. If you want to contact us, you can do so by the um, email or uh, by calling and even texting 484 463 7178. 
whatever you might get any of this, anything or any way that we can be a blessing um, by adding something to your life, please don't hesitate to reach out. In the meantime, it is imperative that you remember purpose is not just what we do or what we have. It is who you are. Yeah. I want to thank pastors Michael and Jamie Weatherby again thank and you. thank you. God bless you.